Hey guys, how you living? Are you doing well? Good, glad to hear that. In this episode, I started off talking about uh, Stephen King, the Stephen King story that I have from when I was a kid. And I'm pretty sure that it was a Stephen King story, but I'm trying to find out uh, or get confirmation whether or not it was a Stephen King story or whether it's just a story of a, a, a weird guy that I met at a truck stop when I was a kid with, with my uh, parents, or my stepdad and my mom anyway. Uh, I don't ever want to when I'm ever Whenever ever I'm saying my parents, I always refer to my parents as my dad and my stepmom. And, uh, and when I say parents, I always mean that. But uh, every now and again, I'll slip up and call my mom and my stepdad parents, which my stepdad was definitely more of a parent than my mom was. But who didn't know that if you listened to the podcast before? Anyway, I digress. Please, uh, oh, yeah, uh, before I get to this part, um, I, I uh, ventured off of the talking about the Stephen King story a little bit and started talking about... Uh, whether or not, like, being from a small town is already being famous, so people are worried about if you gain fame that you'll always be seen and everybody will always know you and can't go anywhere without seeing somebody that knows you. Like, that's, that's like, pretty much my hometown. Like, I, that, you're describing hometown to me. So uh, whenever I hear that, that's what I think of. Anyway, um, I talk about that a little bit, and then obviously the swatting comes up. We we'll talk about that, and I give a little preview of a few episodes that's going to be coming to you soon. So, uh... I'll give you a, a little dry recap of that. Coming up this Tuesday, Brandon Elvis is going to become a Brandon Elvis, a race car driver in this area. And uh, I grew up at the racetrack. And uh, I, me and me and Brandon are going to have a lot to talk about. Not just about racing, though. We'll be talking about a, a lot of other shit. But um, predominantly racing. And if you guys are into in, any kind of like uh, NASCAR or small track racing or anything like that, then you're going to want to listen to Tuesday's episode. That'll be episode number 118. Uh, also, uh, Jeff and Savannah are going to be coming on to do a couples episode to uh, talk about a uh, successful relationship and how to maintain one, and couldn't think of a better better couple to do that. Um, also, Jason Black is going to be coming on to do an episode soon. Brother Connor Mills is going to be coming on to do an episode soon. Not, not exactly sure when. But that's going to be going down. Um, there's going to be a lot of really cool shit going down. Me and Jamie Jamie Deluxe are going to be doing another episode coming up over the next uh, week, I would assume. And uh, maybe maybe a couple of episodes. Maybe one on my channel, one on his. And um, that's definitely going to be happening pretty soon. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Please click subscribe on the YouTube page if you haven't. Kelsey Hudgens on YouTube. Um, and check out the new website at mi, or mistuffpodcast.com. No, at just www.mistuffpodcast.com. The, uh, the Podomatic feed is posted there. Also, I've got a blog that I've been doing every day. And I've, I've uh, been pretty good about doing one every day so far. Um, even if it's technically after midnight and technically the next day, I've still try to do one every time I'm between awake and asleep every day. So check that out on the podcast page. Uh, please go to Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, follow at MI Stuff Podcast, the number one on Twitter, and just simply at MI Stuff Podcast on Facebook and uh, Instagram. So please click follow on those things trying to get our numbers up and I haven't bragged on the podcast as far as numbers in a while but I want to take a minute to brag about the numbers for a second so we have been used to it was a big deal to be ranked in the top 100 and I can say confidently that we have been ranked in the top 100 every day 
for the last month and a half, and we have been in the top 50 every day for the last, I would say, three or four days. We're in the top 30 as of right now, and I'm running into my content, but it's, uh, let me stop for just a second. Nailed it. Okay, so yeah, really stuck to be in the 30s, but I uh, want to go ahead and let you get to the content. So anyway, enjoy MI Stuff Podcast, episode number 117. Enjoy, motherfuckers. Okay, so this story... This story is about Stephen King, and I'm pretty sure that I met Stephen King when I was a kid. So anyway, I just said all this in the YouTube video, and I'm sorry for YouTubers has to hear this part twice. But um, I was probably nine or ten years old, and we had just left me and my my mom and stepdad and stepbrother and my stepdad's brother and like uh, what's that a step uncle? So anyway, all of us had just stopped at this little truck stop on the way back from uh, the racetrack in Florence, and it was called the Iron Skillet off of I-95. And this was right after I'd gotten my first computer, and I kind of... I was one of the people who would just figure something out, you know, pretty quick. And uh, I was a quick learner as a kid, and I kind of thought I knew a lot about computers because I had just gotten one, and I had done a lot of, like, I mean, I don't know. I was a know-it-all kid. But I actually kind of did know a little bit of what I was talking about. So when I started talking to this guy who I saw who had a uh, compact laptop, he was sitting at a booth, and we were sitting at a table. He was sitting at literally, like, from what I remember, we were sitting at a vertical table, and he was... Uh, a horizontal table. I always mix up those two. Uh, obviously, the table is fucking horizontal, not vertical. What am I trying to say? The table was aimed, was was going across like this, and there were booths next to us. I'm sorry, I don't know how to uh, convey what I'm trying to say. Socks on my teeth, got a cotton mouth. Um, so this dude was sitting at a couple tables away from us, in a, or a booth where they used to have like dial-up. They used to have the uh, where you could plug in a cord and they would have dial-up internet at truck stops back in the day. And I started talking to this dude about computers. I just got a computer. And he's like, oh, really? What kind of computer would you get? And I was like, a Hewlett Packard. And he was like, bah, I made this weird face. And so I started talking to him more about computers and asking him why uh, Compact was better. And he was just explaining this stuff. Well, I can look. Hewlett Packards are very slow, like the way that they they can't process things as fast. He said, right here, I can watch video feed of my house. And I'm thinking like in the mid nineties, not many people had laptop computers or cameras on their houses. I'm pretty sure that wasn't a real big deal back in the nineties. But anyway, this guy had that. And I was just remember thinking, holy shit. This is pretty crazy. And I was like, why do you have cameras on your house? And he was like, for burglars. And if anybody ever breaks into my house, there will be two giant, I can't remember if he said Doberman Pinchers or Rottweilers or German Shepherds. It was some kind of big, mean dog. So So anyway, yeah, I don't remember... uh, I don't remember, like, exactly what it was, what kind of dog it was, but... Nonetheless, it was definitely something creepy and 
I remember talking to this guy, and I remember after that, like, my mom or somebody coming over to me and, like, kind of, like, coaxing me back over to the table because I was always very hard-headed as a kid and still am. And I would talk to anybody. And I never really, like, met a stranger. You know, I was one of those kids that would talk to anybody. And as I look back and I think about this, I just see Stephen King in my head. Like, I see, I don't know, I see it. The, the guy that I remember seeing was 100% like, looked like Stephen King to me in my, in my memory. And I look back a few years later, and this has been a couple years ago now, and found out that Stephen King was writing at about the time that I would have seen him, he was in the middle of writing The Green Mile. And I do know that in The Green Mile, there's a lot of really country-talking people. There's a lot of Southern folk. And in The Green Mile, there's just people who sound like absolute hillbillies and rednecks. And what's funny is I wonder if he was literally down in this part of the country to just get around common folk, common country folk, to see what they talk like and see their dialect and see how they spoke to sort of alter how he wrote to be more authentic. authentic. Trying to mix authenticity and authentic, sorry. Um, But yeah, I wonder if that's a possibility. And I tweeted this thing out today and uh, Brother Jamie got on it and... uh, I, I pretty much gave the description on one of Jamie's comments, and I, I, I fucked that up. That's my fault. Sorry, Jamie. I didn't mean to bombard your uh, your your uh, your comment with a shitload of uh, you know sub comments. But uh, I'm new to I'm new to tweeting, so just, just uh, forgive me. I'm kind of new to this game. I've, I've only I've only recently started tweeting something every day, where I'm just like at least trying to get something out every single day, and. I also had another thought earlier today that I'm going to get to in a second that sort of relates to the uh, relates back. And I don't want to beat a dead horse, but it sort of relates back to the swatting situation a little bit and to something that I want to address that people have said to me. And um, not any new information or anything, just just uh, new things that I've thought about it. But anyway. I really want to know. I'm really trying to get this this thing retweeted enough to get the Stephen King just to find out if that really was him back then because I just I just want to know because I, I mean Stephen King was Stephen King like I mean I was very into Stephen King when I was like when I was a kid and it was very shortly after that because I was convinced that I met him and I was just like I, I was obsessed with everything he had done. And that was right after it had come out, and it was like scariest movie of all time for me. And I don't know, I was just kind of, I, I, I kind of, I don't know, I was obsessed with it at that point. So, if you see this, please go to Twitter at Hagen's Kelsey. It's literally my my first and last name, or last and first name, with A's instead of an E and a U. I said that right. You might have to listen to that again, but I said that correctly. So the thing that I said I thought about earlier that I was going to get to today 
is people have been saying like, oh, well, I guess that's the price of being famous. Like this is a, and they're like, I'm like, that, that's not happening. What's up, diving? How's it going? It's like, I guess that's the price of being famous or wanting to be famous. And I was like, well, there's not really, that's not really accurate way to put it because one, I'm not famous, nor will I be anytime soon. But I thought about that. Are people, because everybody in a small town is famous. Everybody in a small town is famous for something. And I came from a small town. And I think about being in a small town where you walk into every store and everybody knows you and you get stopped. And you, I thought about this when I was going, I went to Miyabi Jr. to pick up some food today. And I was walking into the store and I, and I was like, I wonder just because I frequent this place a lot. I wonder what are the odds that somebody in the store will recognize me. And then I thought about that because I was like, and that would be the truth without any sort of recognition or or fame. Thank you for hanging out, Diamond. I appreciate it. I, I just, I wonder if the same thing is true for small town people because everybody is famous. Like anybody, nobody in a small town can walk into a store and not have somebody recognize them, you know, if they're from that town. Oh no! I, I, yeah, Mike. Sorry. Um, when I first posted the video, it was it was a uh, it still had the same title as it did the last day or uh, the last day. Goodness, listen to my stoned ass talk. Um, on the the last time I went live, so uh, I hadn't I didn't change the title yet. I should have done that before I uh, got started. But I will say this. Um, uh, there is 100% like something being done about this. Like the guy is, should be getting in touch with me tomorrow with whatever information he's gotten a hold of over the weekend with, uh, trying to track down the guy from Statesville. So, um, that's right. That's right. Anyway. Um, yeah. So I was like, I wouldn't have a problem. Like, and I, I thought about that. I was like, as I was walking in, I thought about the percentage of somebody knowing me there. And I was like, what if the percentage was 100%? What if the percentage was 100% that if you walk into this room, there's 100% that people will know you? 100% chance that, that, that the majority of these people will know you. I thought, how would that be any different than when I would walk into a store with my dad when I was a kid? Because I remember walking into a store with my dad as a kid and every single person in the store stopping to talk, uh, stopping to talk to him. Exactly. 100% Mike, we're going to try to end this thing. Um, but uh, yeah, I I just remember every single person, I like every single place we went, my dad knew everybody there and everybody knew him. And I equate that to fame. Like what if that just meant that Like what if what if I do end up getting more recognition out of doing this thing that uh, that I've been doing for the last year or so, and 
what if that does indeed happen? And I'm thinking, like, okay, so that means that I won't be able to... I won't be able to go anywhere without people recognizing me. I already can't go anywhere without people recognizing me. It absolutely was uncalled for. But just like I told Jamie on Twitter the other day, it was like, bummer that all this shit happened. But listen, I... As, as, as far as content goes this thing has like given me at least a lot of unlimited content as of, and not even that I've got people who've done, done podcasts with me before who are now like sort of laying claim like not necessarily laying claim but uh, using the fact that this happened here at this place where we used to record another podcast and like sort of using what happened to me and my name to just enter the conversation you know when it's not their conversation to have it's mine and that sort of aggravates me but I, what, what can I do nothing I can do right it's public information it's happened and I'm putting this out there so I guess I should be okay with whatever happens from here right just because I'm putting myself out there I saw somebody at the dump earlier that uh, that knows me from playing music. See, I went to the dump today to drop off my cardboard and plastics and a couple of bags of garbage. And somebody sees me. Hey, man, you playing tonight? Like, no, I'm going to do podcasts. Hopefully I won't get swatted. Swatted? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Tell the story. And you can't even go to the dump without seeing somebody that I know. So if this thing adds to whatever clout I have online or reach if you will then is that really any different than my life right now like I already can't go anywhere without anybody knowing me without somebody knowing me rather absolutely diving that's how I felt about it it's almost like they were using the things that happened to me to say Hey, this thing happened at this place where I used to record this podcast and But really, is it though? Is it them using it as a benefit or are they just trying to tell the story? I may just be looking at this from a different perspective, but that's sort of how it felt off first glance. This damn pollen is killing me. Hopefully it'll Hopefully it'll all we'll get a good rain or something and but that won't even help. But yeah, there's one person they 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 won't listen to this. I know they never they, they'll never listen to this. But um But uh but yeah, there's one person who's like started uh and I, I told like he's he's telling people um, and, and I don't mind that. I, and I don't mind that diving. I'm because I'm literally putting myself out here, you know, all willy nilly. So, so whatever happens, happens, and I'm at, I'm at fault for it. You know, I'm, I can't blame anybody but myself for however the shit turns out. But, but yeah, it's, it's actually just a, it's actually a friend of mine, and he very well could just be like just trying to share the story. But to me, it just seems like he wants to be part of the conversation as well. Like. Like, it's more like, I can't believe this shit happened. 
is part of the thing, but it's also if I were there, you know, then it could have gone this way. If I were there, I would have blah, 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 you know, whatever. And, and actually, this person might might hear this, and I'm not going to say any names just in case they do hear it, but if this person does hear this, We've we've had every opportunity, we've had every opportunity to communicate and and continue and further uh, further a pretty good podcast over the last few over the last year couple of years and have not utilized said time wisely and have not done that you know and have not uh, you know have not been proactive about you know recording content and now that. I have gotten this this newfound uh, viewership, i.e., you guys, and thanks to Brother Jamie. Uh, by the way, me and Jamie are going to try to get together uh, before um, before he goes to Boston, and I don't know when we're going to do that, but I knew he had a he had a Easter pictures going on today and whatnot. So uh, when we get Jamie try to get him in the studio and I'll try to do an episode of, uh, with him off of his channel as well. Um, but either way, that's going to be coming up, whether it's before or after he gets back or, or before he leaves or after he gets back from mass. I said Boston, didn't I? I meant mass. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, now that I've gotten this little bit of this, this little bit of clout through, uh, through you guys and through Jamie and through the swatting, then now it's like us and we, and we got swatted, and like, no, no, we didn't. I did, and you, you, you could have been part of this, but you weren't because you've had your opportunity. Love Jamie to death. Jamie, Jamie is very good people. Um, but yeah, like that's that's how the that's how the text went. Is that we got swatted, and this person was nowhere near it, and it seems like he's literally just fishing for fishing for sympathy, and and I know this person's going through shit or whatever, but doesn't really matter. It's it's the fact that like you're saying we got swatted and you didn't get shit. You nothing happened to you involving this. Just because this is the place where we used to record the podcast that you were a member of until, uh, you know, you stopped showing up, um, like, that's the only relation that you have to the situation is that if this would have happened a year and a half ago that you potentially could have been here, but I don't know, I, I like, I got... I don't know, just get, get getting, uh, yeah, absolutely, riding the wave, diving, 100%. And don't don't get me wrong, I still love this person. This person is a very, very good friend of mine, a brother of mine, and I love this person to death. But have seen something in this person that I can't unsee. Just in, and listen, also, like, more confirmed in this, uh, it's more confirmed in this situation and how this situation is turning out too. But 
honestly, too, I don't know if any of you guys, a, a lot of you folks I know that, that I follow on Twitter that'll, that'll listen to this video that have a lot more followers and a lot more reach than I do. I'm also trying to find out in Statesville, North Carolina, who it was that that got swatted. So if any of you guys have seen anything on social media around the Statesville area or know how to find out, you know, if anything, like, and know how to, like, I'm not that savvy on, like, Twitter and things like that. Like, I'm, I'm really good at, like, the kind of stuff you see on screen right now as far as, like, uh, recording and, and things like that. But I'm not too good at, like, searching information out on, like, social media and shit. So if anybody could find out, if anybody posted anything about getting swatted in the Statesville, North Carolina area, I'd really like to communicate with them. Unless it's some case to where the cops want, or the cops would rather do that, and me not get involved. In which that case, I understand, and and do not want to be, uh, and don't want. Awesome, Diamond. Uh, appreciate that. You can go at Hadgins Kelsey, Kelsey H A D G I N S underscore K A L S E Y, or at M I Stuff Podcast One. Um. If you if you go at Kelsey Hudgens at my name that Twitter account, I started way back in the day, and I didn't even know I had it until uh, I saw Jamie had uh, added that account the other day, and not a a d d e t but at like he added the uh, like tagged me in a post, and I didn't realize that I even had that account. So I'm keeping that account open for like four more days. To uh, and I'm gonna deactivate it. But anyway, yeah. I don't know what in the hell. I don't know what in the hell's going on. You know, I, I, dude. This is my not 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 like it's my party. Don't, don't, you know, it's my party. Get out or or, or 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 you know, fuck you or whatever. But it's just like. It's like, man, don't try to use something that happened to me and try to make yourself part of it because you had nothing to do with it. Like, you had zero to do with this. Matter of fact, he doesn't want to have anything to do with anything at all unless there's going to be a lot of people watching it. You can do some digging and find out there. guys are good at figuring things out you can figure out who that who that is nobody that just wants to just wants to be a part of something when a lot of people are going to watch it and then just hijack a conversation when they're invited to it anybody else getting close anybody getting warmer
really funny. I, I really enjoyed that thought that I had earlier, too, about about people being from a small town are already famous. So I was thinking about if everybody in this room knew me, like if everybody in this room knew who I was and recognized me, then would that be any different than going into a, just a normal place back home where even now if I go back home, everybody's going to recognize me just because... I have been blasting my face all over the internet for the last year, more than a year, and sharing the shit out of it on Facebook, so. And by the way, I feel like I, I've, I feel like I'm right, right in the right lane. I feel like I'm in, I'm driving in, in the correct lane right now. Like I'm, 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 I'm right where I should be as far as like the amount of time that I've been doing this and the amount of following that I have, and I'm really stoked about having all you guys uh, to uh, really stoked to have you guys to listen to me ramble about shit so I don't have it uh, rattle around in my head there's also gonna be some uh, and I'm not quite done yet we gotta, we're gonna go for another, another few minutes but um, I will say that there's gonna be some really cool episodes coming up in the future there's gonna be some uh a relationship episode by two of very good friends of mine, uh, Jeff and Savannah. I think so too, Divin. I think that I think I can handle it as well. Like I literally, like I've, like I said, everywhere I've gone, all my life, everybody's recognized me everywhere, and I've just, I'm, I'm used to that. But anyway, shit, what was I just saying, though? Uh, I really like that. Oh, that's nice. Huh. That sounds cool. Um, but anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see how it's any different. I don't see how that's any different than, uh, I guess the only thing I have to get used to now is just people literally just trying to make themselves part of it. And a very good friend of mine who I trust very much. Oh yeah. Episode, episode. Good call, David. Episode. Jeff and Savannah, very good friends of mine. Jeff plays trivia on my trivia team, uh, or on our trivia team, not mine, on our trivia team. And uh, I say that a lot, too. I, if, if I ever say, like, my trivia, I don't mean that it's, like, mine, that I own it or that I, I assemble it or, or, not, or whatever, but just that I'm a part of it as that I say my team in reference to Alabama or the Braves or you know what I mean take it as that but anyway but um Jeff and Savannah will be coming to uh coming to do a talk on relationships and how to keep a successful one which they are very good at and um Connor Mills is also going to be coming in soon Connor has been on the podcast before brother Daniel Simon and uh uh Simon and uh Simon's 
sorry. And uh, Johnny Richardson, they uh, did, did an episode on the Myrtle Beach live hang. But Connor's going to be coming back on to talk. Um, obviously, me and Jamie are going to be doing, trying to get together before he goes out of town. And I'm sure talk a little bit more about this, uh, the swatting situation. Let's see, I think I, I know I have somebody else that's going to be coming on soon. I'm sorry that I've forgotten, but it just just trust me. This is what I do when I'm by myself. I just literally. I start doing this. sounds. I bet I couldn't sing and do that. <laughs> That'd be fun though. I'm glad I got this recorded. Sorry I'm rambling around a lot, especially for the audio folks. You probably haven't made it this far in this one yet, but uh but that's fine. This one's more more for uh, it's Sunday and time to release an episode episode. So um, I am not going to keep you too much longer than this, but I know there was another point that I was going to make. Oh, <laughs> I was just going to say, and I'll, I'm sure I'll remember it in a second. And I immediately remembered it in this fucking hilarious. So I was driving down 17 while ago. Yeah. Like, On, on 17 earlier on, in Myrtle Beach on the way to get some food after I left the dump and uh, there's a Legends in Concert billboard. For those of you who don't know, Myrtle Beach has a very popular show called Legends in Concert that could be elsewhere too. Nice diving. I appreciate the input. Uh, so anyway, yeah, Legends in Concert has pretty much different artists dressed up like famous people, and they do cover shows in character, pretty much. <laughs> I saw the King of Pop lives at Legends in Myrtle Beach, and I was like, immediately, I was like, shit, I wish I could get a picture of this. But one is one of those digital billboards. And pictures of those never look right. And anyway, I was just like, okay, so Myrtle Beach obviously hasn't seen Finding Neverland yet. And the more I think about it, 
he did a really lot of a lot of really creepy shit. But are these guys telling the truth? I don't know. But damn, they're convincing. And there was somebody that I know from. I know not not know personally, but somebody I recognized from Joe Rogan's podcast said that, uh, or somebody on Joe Rogan's podcast said that they met with these guys and like are 100% convinced that something happened to them and that Michael Jackson did it. And it was somebody that I want to trust, but I don't really know them, obviously, so how can I trust somebody I don't know? Just Either way, it's funny that everybody else is ripping Michael Jackson's music off the airwaves and... Myrtle Beach Legends in concert they're still going to have that Michael Jackson absolutely Myrtle Beach Legends in concert the king of pop lives so I was like huh and I can't remember who it was on Joe Rogan's podcast it had to have been like only ones I've watched recently were Ron White might have been Ron White I think it was Ron White who said he met with these kids and believed every word that they said. And I watched the movie and I believed it, man. I I actually believed it before I hit play because it said Oprah Winfrey. Uh, Oprah Winfrey presents Finding Neverland or Leaving Neverland. Was Finding Neverland was a Johnny Depp movie, wasn't it? <laughs> Leaving Neverland. I, I just don't know why I want to trust that. Absolutely, everybody wants a piece of his music. I just don't know how I feel about it. And another thing, too. Did the whole country get swatted just now? Is that what happened with this Russia thing? Did the whole country get swatted? Was it just a whole big... Yeah, I I imagine so, Diving. Like I said, I don't know. I don't know about the situation. Whenever I saw Oprah presenting it, I just don't feel like... Oprah would be trying to protect Michael Jackson by any way. But, yeah, like I said, I don't know. But either way, did the whole country just get swatted with the, uh, like, this whole Russia thing, like, has just been, like, nothing the whole time? And it was just a look over here or look away, look at this, don't look at what you were looking at. Don't look at this shirt that I was also wearing yesterday and the last time I went live I was also wearing a shirt that I had worn the night before. What? (laughs) Y'all, I didn't do shit today. I woke up and usually... Usually first thing I do when I wake up, go straight to the bathroom, handle my business, take a shower... Today I went straight to the couch. 
I was like, surely there has to be something new on Netflix that I haven't seen yet. And, uh, Surely, surely, uh, surely, don't call me Shirley. Surely there's something I haven't been uh, seen on Netflix yet. And I go down like literally two clicks. The OA Part 2 came out. And I guess that was, I'm a big, I'm a big TV show person. I love TV shows. The OA was a really good show that I watched on Netflix a couple years ago. And... Chapter two just came, or part two just came out, and I'm on chapter three of part two right now. I was actually paused. I'll be going back and watching that whenever I'm done with this. I'll probably be done with that. I don't know. These are hour episodes, so it might take me tonight and tomorrow to finish this. I might skip trivia and watch this tomorrow. It depends on how I feel. remember the other episode that I'd forgotten about and I haven't confirmed this yet but my buddy Jason Black uh, that manages the boathouse in Myrtle Beach is going to be is going to be coming on the podcast soon to talk about the summer concert series they got going on at the boathouse they have a lot of uh, this place where I live has this really awesome free summer concert series where they bring in pretty popular bands like uh, you know, bands that were popular in the 90s and uh, and this is free 100% free and they do this uh, every Sunday throughout the summer there's a different band and there's also awesome shit like Afro Man comes every year uh, um, Pepper usually comes every year like a lot of like reggae bands they have this thing called Jerry Fest and it's I'm a huge deadhead and uh, they do this thing called Jerry Fest where they just have Grateful Dead music all day where several different bands show up and do that. It's pretty awesome. But Jason's going to come and talk about that. I, uh, yeah, I, I just, I got excited when I remembered who it was. Oh, and uh, Bradley, Bradley got drunk, by the way. Heads up. Footage from the concert. Which concert? Oh, speaking of footage, I will say uh, that I don't know if I had told you guys yet, but I am getting uh, my landlord is going to get the camera footage from. Uh, well, they have cameras all around the all around the buildings and whatnot. So I'm gonna get the camera footage of the the SWAT team like spreading out and all around. Oh yeah, yeah. The the Jerry Fest. The Jerry. You know what's funny is I'm a huge deadhead and I've never been to a Jerry Fest, Ivan. I've never been to one, and it's because I'm so weird around crowds that like even if it's stuff that I enjoy. I'm just so strange around crowds that I can't deal with. I can't deal with being around a huge group of people, but. Maybe one day I will, though. I have noticed that it's getting a little bit better. Like, every year it's a little bit better than it used to be, so. Because 
but going back to the uh, to the footage that my landlord's gonna uh, get for me, if if she allows me to do so, I will be releasing that footage so that you guys can see the uh, the amount of the amount of fucking guns there were, people there were. It was really it was seriously terrifying to think about. Once and in my mind, there was only like. Right then, there was only like five or six of them. But then I noticed people like coming over from. Then I noticed people coming from across yards and. I had a really bad panic attack the other night at uh at one of my gigs. And if you guys watch the uh. Not a not a panic attack, but just like just aggravating me, like just fucking people just getting under my skin. And you'll notice it if you want to. You could go and watch um, the second set from that Boardwalk Billy's gig that I posted the other night, where me and my band were playing. And I posted both sets that we did. And uh, if you guys want to go back and watch that towards the end, when we were doing our little closing bit, you might can see that there's these people that are just super close to us and dancing. And and they're really cool people. I, and I, and don't don't think that this is anything negative against them. I think they just had a little too much to drink and we're having a super good time. And I'm not I'm all about people having a good time, but dude, I was just losing my shit cuz they were dancing up around where our camera was set up, the not that not my phone, but um we also recorded a Mevo footage and this probably at the last the last 10 minutes of the last 10 minutes of the second set of the band video. And, uh, yeah, it was just, I was, all these people were around me and I had to get away from it. And I slung my equipment into my car and I kind of snapped on one of the guys in the band cause I was separating tips and he needed, he needed like, uh, money to pay tab and money to, uh, tip the bartender with so he grabbed money out of a pile and then off of one of the stacks that I had separated. And I was like, dude, the fuck are you doing? Like, I'm, I'm separating this shit right now. And he's like, oh, I need, uh, I was like, all right, well, God, give me a fucking minute. <laughs> give me a fucking minute. And I kind of snapped on him and I was like, I realized you just needed money and you were drunk and you didn't, like, you weren't thinking that, okay, well, maybe I don't want to just grab money off of a pile that he's already separating. Like, if you just wait a second, I was going to give you. Uh, I was going to give you the money that you needed in a second. Just fucking wait. Oh, well, I appreciate that, Divin. I, I don't know that I'm that brave. I just don't think that I had completely weighed the option of getting shot and killed that day. Like, it would have taken one trigger-happy cop to, as soon as they saw me walk out that door, to just fucking pick me off. Like, if somebody who wasn't like somebody who was further away than the ones at the front who actually knew that I wasn't really a threat, you know? So, uh, yeah, just knowing that then, and it might even freak me out more when I see the footage of, of, uh, my landlord, you know, the land, the, the, the cameras here. So it might, it might even freak me out more then, but it, I, I know that every day that goes by, it seems a little creepier every day just because I talk to my neighbors and see how my neighbors felt about it. And it's even more creepier to know that the person that did it has probably watched a few of these videos. 
like the 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 person who did it has probably seen the aftermath and seen you know me talking with my neighbors in the front yard and talking with uh you know giving recaps of speaking with the criminal investigator and I may be telling them exactly what we're doing but listen I don't really give a shit I want to I don't know PTSD really because I have been through a lot I have been through a lot of shit in my life. So if I was going to have PTSD, this is not one of the situations that I think would cause it. But uh, but I'm saying that, you know, uh, in five days of it happening. So maybe, you know, five months from it happening, it might have a bigger effect on me. Who knows? But um, Abby, the best that I can tell is that somebody, that it was somebody involved with the and this is this is just I don't I don't know why I'm putting these two things together but if it wasn't somebody that's involved with if it wasn't somebody that's involved with the woman that put the pictures of Jamie's kids on her YouTube channel that and I reported that video and I stated on Twitter that I reported that video and I called her a psycho and said Shark and rain are code for something when I know the shark legs like my guitar player in my band cornbread right now that was on the video with me Adam the other guitar player he was in shark legs with Jamie that was the other guitar player from shark legs in the very beginning like and I mean uh, Adam when uh, the video that that Jamie or the poster that, that Jamie was talking about in the video that Jamie shared of them opening for wasp Adam wasn't at that gig, but they opened for Wasp at the House of Blues, and Adam played guitar with them at that gig, like when they opened for Wasp at the House of Blues. And, uh, yeah, so, like, my guitar player in my band was, you know, was was in Shark Legs. So I know the Shark Legs is not code for something. I was like, what a psycho. So that's the only thing that I can think of that I've said negatively about somebody. And I would imagine that I would have had to done something negative to somebody to warrant such a response. So, fuck, what else can it be, right? I really can't think of anything else. And I will say this, criminal investigator has her name and, and knows everything about that situation. And I told... Sorry, burping up Japanese. I told Jamie as well. I was like, dude, I gave him gave him the entire situation. I gave him the rundown. I told him what was going on with you and your your kids on the YouTube channel. And he was like, yeah, fuck, who does that? Who puts somebody's kids on their channel? And I realized that this woman was just trying to get a rise. And we're all doing it. We're all absolute no-no diving, absolutely. And But we're all doing it, getting us to talk about her. Man, you're trick. You're making us talk about her. Making us talk about you. And whoever this is that swatted me, you're making me talk about you. You're you're, you're making me give you uh, give you power in knowing that I'm talking about you and giving you the time of day and content space. But the truth is, whoever you are that tried to swat me, and if you ever hear this, I really hope you do. Whoever it is, whatever you were trying to accomplish by this, it whatever whatever if you were trying to freak me out or scare me, the exact opposite has happened. 
and I'm gaining more recognition through my YouTube channel, which is what I wanted. So whoever you are, you have given me exactly what I wanted and was hoping for. So thank you for that. Two, fuck you for what you've put my neighbors through and my guests through. And that's what really bothers me more than anything else is just whenever I see the video. And I laugh my ass off every time I hear him say it. The uh, right diving, I've had a lot of people tell me that. A lot of people tell me that. Best hope that they don't find them first. Uh, my guest, just seeing his face when he when they walked in here and said, don't shoot me, you know, throws his hands up and says, don't shoot me. You know, just seeing him say that, I'm like, man, he's got kids and a family. If this were, you know, something different and my neighbor didn't come outside and explain to these guys who I was, and, uh, you know, talk them down before they got into my door. Instead of a knock on my door, it could have just been them busting in, seeing us sitting here at a computer and asking us to get on the fucking ground. And, you know, it could have ended up like that. So, thankfully, my neighbor's mom was, uh, you know, stepped outside and told them that, you know, told them, uh, what you know? What was going on? That I was recording a podcast, and the guy was like, "Can you see it on TV?" She says, "I don't think on TV, but you can see it on. Or you, you can listen to it on radio." And 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 uh, she didn't. I don't think she knew about YouTube. I think she thought that I was just just broadcasting on radio because I do go to the local radio station here. Uh, uh, you guys have seen me do episodes with Scott Mann from Wave One or Four Point One at the Wave One or Four Point One Studios, and I'll stay up there and hang out with him and get on the radio and uh, sit on the radio with him for a couple hours every now and again. And, um, yeah, so I've been, I have done that before. So she, she associates it with that. Cause she listens to that classic rock station. So I understand why she didn't know that. But once the guy figured out, like learned that I was doing YouTube, he knew exactly what was going on. And, uh, and I also heard too, I don't know if I told you guys this, apparently this thing happens in Myrtle beach, like a couple times a month where they'll have somebody different get swatted in Myrtle Beach a couple times a month. And I did hear that uh, that the there was a television station that was set up at the bank right here around the corner from my house that uh, where they were, I, I, I don't know if they got footage of anything going on. I'm sure that they do, but I don't know if there will be a story about it. But if there is, I would absolutely love to talk to them about what what fucking happened on this side of the table because jesus after i sat back down and, I, and you can you can see it even in the episode like the, the sports talk that i did you can see it where uh where i go to uh we go right back in as soon as we come back inside you know no straight back to business for a second i was thinking but then we started talking about college basketball again and we were, went right back into what we were talking about and we did that for about another we did that for about another 10 minutes or so, and, uh, and and then after we finished up what I thought was the end of the episode, I was like, Jesus, that just happened. Like I didn't even really react to anything that had just happened until I felt like we were done with the podcast and we had gotten our con content out. So that was really strange. It was really strange that I didn't give it any thought at all until we got there. And you can see the moment in the podcast where I just real, where I like think about it again. I'm just like, 
Jesus. It just happened. Like, really? That just, and then my boy's like, scared me, man. Scared me real bad. And I mean, the, uh, I mean, at the, uh, uh, at the very end diving, like at the, um, where I go and I get up. And and if you guys have watched the, uh, if you guys have only watched the, the clip where I'd edited things out of it, there's a lot edited out. Like, they were in the house longer than that. I edited that, that part. Like I, I edited every single thing. All I all I want, all I left was was where there was movement. I left where you could see in the mirror where the cops came in the house, walked past, and then as soon as they got past, I edited out the thirty or forty five seconds that they were in the house, and then came back through. So I cut that video. That that whole clip that you guys see that is only like four minutes or three minutes or however long it is was actually about six or seven minutes. So, uh, yeah. And you can see the, the unedited, the whole thing in the sports talk episode 17 and it starts going down at about the 48 minute marks. If you watch from the 48 minute mark on to like the very end of the video, which is only like shit, another, another 20 minutes. It's not, Considering how long the episodes usually are, it's not very long at all to get from the 48-minute mark to the end. But, yeah, if you watch that, you'll see me, like, when I when I come back inside and be like, well, that just happened. And and then just, like, uh, fixing the camera back where they had bumped into it coming in the house. And then Jason going, whoever did it was a dick. And that's right, whoever did it was a dick. But uh, I didn't realize it. That he was just freaked out about it. Um, yeah, it's it's it, it, it yeah real time one hundred percent. But yeah, it, like it really I didn't understand how affected Jason was by it because I saw him and the other cop make eye contact too as soon as he walked outside. The same cop that made eye contact with me and smiled when I walked outside m- made eye contact with Jason. So I was like, all right, so he knows both of us. And like, okay, so it was like Jason's football coach from middle school, I found out and was like, okay, so I, I guess he he knew everything was cooled in when he saw the dude that he knew. And uh just literally like after after afterwards he was like scared me real bad, bro. <laughs> I still can't help but laugh whenever he says that, just cause it's I know it's not funny, but just the way that he says it, just just his his way of of saying the saying the thing, just is hilarious to me for some reason. If our ad my address, no, no, apparently scared the hell out of me. Yeah, no shit. I was like, who the fuck is that? Scared me real bad, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh at him, but just his way of scared me real bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That was pretty funny. But yeah, it's it's, and I, and I, that's why I that's why I was freaked out. And I just I guess I didn't have any any anything to. I knew I had. All right, so I know I have this weird thing to where if I know that I haven't done anything wrong, I know I don't have anything to worry about. So if I know, like like for instance, I get pulled over. Most people like, oh shit, fuck, we getting pulled over, and I like, I'm not, just calm the fuck down. We haven't done anything wrong. What, we're speeding or didn't use a turn signal or, 
or accidentally didn't stop at a stop sign. Like we, we, whatever we've done wrong is not bad enough for them to hurt us. So, and I, I just, I, I, I carry that with me everywhere I go. Like I've not done anything wrong. I have nothing to worry about. So I go to step outside. I see one cop look over here, see another cop holding a gun down, you know, uh, aimed at the ground. And I look up and I'm like a little confused and they're like, uh, they, I, I, everything after that was like a blur with what they said because three or four of them spoke at about the same time. One of them was like, "We just got a we we just got a, a phone call that uh, we or actually they didn't say anything about that until I got outside. I'm pretty sure that they just maybe like three or four of them was asking me to step outside at the same time. So I like step outside. Okay, they need me. They want to do grab me by the arm and like kind of pull me outside and not not grab me, but just sort of literally put his hand on my arm and led me outside. And uh, was like they explained to me about the phone call and everything, and that like I just in my mind I was like, okay, something's wrong. These the, the, these guys wouldn't be here if something wasn't wrong. They need my help. And uh, yeah, so like I initially I initially the first first thought that I had to be perfectly honest with you, there was somebody who uh, I did an episode a couple weeks ago, and somebody. One of my friends felt like they should have been included in this episode, and they sent me a couple of nasty messages about you know the about the episode that I had about that they felt like they should have been included, and my first thought was, shit, this dude really beating on my door right now to try to be part of this episode, and and that was my first thought. When I walked out and I saw cops, I was like, oh shit, this is not this is not the same. This is not not what I thought it was at all. So. I go to the door thinking I'm going to see a face that I recognize. Instead, it was just cops. And I realized, okay, well, I have, I've done nothing wrong. Like, I, I, I've done nothing wrong, and I have proof that I've, I've done nothing wrong because I record my fucking life pretty much. And, uh, yeah, so I, I've done nothing wrong. So I go outside with that, that thought, and I'm pretty sure that they saw that I, I was not worried at, at all because I've done nothing wrong. And they tell me, okay, the fucking the call or whatever. And I kept saying nine one one call in the first video. I didn't think about it, but they called the actual County instead of nine one one because if they would have called nine one one, it would have just directed them to wherever they were located. So yeah, they didn't, they didn't call nine one one. They just, they called the, the County and that's why I'm understanding. They have a harder time tracking this because I don't think that, like it takes a lot of, you know, signed documents and uh, a lot of, a lot of hoops that they they have to jump through to you know be able to gain information on like tapping a phone line or whatever like get figuring out how you know tracing tracing phone calls basically and anyway. Uh, yeah, once they tell me all that stuff that they, they got the phone call and everything, I was like, what? And then they're like, yeah, they gave me your address. They said blah, 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 my address. And they read my address to me, and I was like, yeah, that's that's my address. But, yeah, I was like, there's nothing, there's nothing like that going on here. We're literally recording a podcast. And my guest, Jason, was outside at this time, like, confirming the fucking situation. And I was like, yeah, dude, I, 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 I don't get what's – I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get a big Dan. And, uh, yeah. So they, they came in, cleared the house and came back out and was like, yeah, nothing going on here. Y'all, y'all go back in and enjoy and, and finish your podcast. So, all right, guys, I'm, 
And then they started beating on my neighbor's door. I think they have to clear. They, they I don't know what the deal is, but they have to clear. They beat on my neighbor's door for a hot minute. And I know, I was like, I know that she's not home. Like, I, I would, you know, her car is always here when she's home. Like, and her car is not here. So I know she's not here. But, um, but yeah, they still beat on her door for a minute. And then me and Jason came back in and finished the episode for about 20 minutes or so. And then literally 20 minutes go by. And as I walk outside, my neighbors are standing over here in front of their door talking. And I go hang out with them for a second. And, uh, then, and Jason leaves and, and by the time Jason is getting in his car, the last cop car that was parked across the street from my house was pulling out of the car wash heading away. So, I mean, they, they still hung out for at least a, a half hour before, uh, you know, after we came back in and did our, did or before I walked back outside anyway. So creepy shit, creepy shit going down, but. Like I said, whoever did it was trying to spook me or freak me out or do whatever it was. It hasn't worked yet. I'm not saying that it won't, but it hasn't worked yet. I will say this. It has fucking freaked out damn near everybody around me. And that's, uh, like, that that makes me fucking agitated. I do care about the people around me. I love everybody around me. And it really bothers me that this sort of this this sort of thing happened to people who truly don't deserve it. And if that's the way you're trying to affect me, that was successful. But if you're trying to freak me out or make me feel a certain way about this or maybe stop me from doing this, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I've tried to go live every single day ever since. And I've even tagged where I've been just to fucking say uh, eat a big old bag of dicks, whoever did this, because uh, I'm not going away quietly. I'm not going to stop talking shit about people who do shitty things to to people. I'm not going to stop talking shit or, or bringing light to situations that need light brought to them. I'm not going to fucking go quietly. I'm not that person. Fuck with the wrong guy, motherfucker, whoever you are. Thanks, Diamond. I really appreciate it. Gosh, water is so good. I've had this uh, this episode of the OA looking back at me for an hour and probably eight minutes now. So I'm going to go ahead and get back to that. But uh, let's do a... I've been doing this late. Let's do a song at the end. What's uh Diamond, I know you're probably the only one in here. Do you have a request? What kind of music do you like? Something else, a side note before I play a song. The first song that we played at the Boardwalk Billy set was Loser. I'm a loser, baby, so why don't you kill me? I'm just poking fun at this point.
just poking fun at this point. Play that with a capo here. This is a song by a guy named John Moreland, one of my favorite songwriters. Well, I've been living with a curse. I've been combing through the pages of my youth. And there's a million soggy miles in there soaking through the soles of both my shoes. And I've been staying up all night. Cause I don't give a damn to sleep anymore. Oh, my eyelids are heavy, but my dreams, they don't seem like before. Apologize if I try to hold up the show. I always find the words, but they don't quite know where to go. You said, give me a good reason. Now give me 20 more. Don't ever give yourself away to settle someone else's scores. <laughs> I got the guiltiest conscience. Listening for a savior on a Saturday night. I'll keep my ear to the ground, girl. While you got Easter Sunday in your eyes And I apologize if I seem a little overwhelmed I'm thirsty but the holy keep on pissing in my will I had me a purpose and a song that was true But I ain't ever had a lick of sense when it comes to you Try to be patient, try to understand I'm a child trying to do the work of a man Both my pockets are empty and I don't own a thing But I'd pick a diamond from the sky And put it in your ring John Moreland there for you. That album is called In the Throes, T-H-R-O-E-S, In the Throes. What an album. That guy's from Oklahoma, and he is uh, next to Jason Isbell, the guy that I played last week. Uh, I think John Moreland is my second favorite songwriter on earth right now. He's so damn good. He's got another song called, uh, <coughs> excuse me, um, Ah, uh, shit. 
He's got another song called You Don't Care For Me Enough To Cry. And he's a he's a big guy. He's he's a he's a really big guy. He's bigger than me. And uh he's got this this line that's like uh shit, how's it go? It's beautiful though. Um he goes, uh I'm the kind of love it hurts to look at. But you used to care for me enough to try. Uh And you don't care for me enough to cry It goes, oh, come down from your mountain God, I miss your holy shouting God, it's so good I wish I could I, I, You know, I might, I'm going to get an email from I'm going to get an email from YouTube For playing this But I have to play this song uh, by, by this guy I'm sorry I'm sorry, John I'm sorry, YouTube I have to I have to do this. Sorry, YouTube. Oh. You get an email from YouTube for playing this, but I... Come down from your mountain Oh, I miss your holy shouting Days I can't make you make a sound. Take me to the times when we look up to the skies and climb up there and draw the thunder down. Now I'm forcing myself into what you've already been through, but darling, I can't help the way I feel. stronger the drug to kill the hunger and ease the awful pain of living here well I'm the kind of love it hurts to look at maybe we should take it as a sign when I'm strung out on leaving exalting all my demons and you don't I dreamt I'd take you with me some easy ancient song Now where I unattended in splendid love's remembrance You lost the mind to even do me wrong And I'm the kind of love it hurts to look at Once I was enough to make you try Now I'm underneath Trying not to feel the trouble And you don't care for me enough to cry
couldn't drive But I beg, steal, and borrow I'm so damn good at sorrow And you don't care for me enough to cry that that's real right there that woman in the crowd all teared up and me here too good jesus <sighs> wow all right guys that's all i got for you today i'm gonna uh, go do an intro for this audio and and warn these people <laughs> of what they're about to be getting themselves into listen to me ramble for uh an hour and 16 minutes so uh, YouTubers, hang tight for just a second. Audio people, if you've made it this far, congratulations to you. I bet you're one of few. Um, yeah, so anyway, be a good person. Don't be a shitty person. In a world full of shitty people, don't be one of those people. Be a good person. You have a choice every day. You have a decision to make every day. You can decide to be a good person or you can decide to be a shitty person. And I implore you to choose to be a good person. All right, peace, bitches. <laughs>